The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. This week on the show, we're far from No Way Homecoming, but we did it. Welcome, dear listeners, to the fourth and final episode in our Legacy of the Spider-Man series. I'm Reeves. And I'm Eddie. And this is the Filmatics Podcast. Hey friends and welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast. I'm here with Addy. How you doing, mate? I am doing really good. It's really? 8 a.m. here. And it's 8 a.m.? Yeah. I've been up since 2, sir. Why? Because I was excited. Wow, okay. Excited to talk about... So excited to talk about the Spider-Mans that you got up in what can only be described as the middle of the night. <laughs> 2 a.m. is not the morning. It's not. The morning is 6 a.m. and beyond. Everything else is the fucking is midnight as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm glad you're here. You're full of energy. You're full of beans. Um, we're talking about the Spider-Mans again, uh, rounding out our Legacy of the Spider-Man series. And we're going to be talking exclusively about uh, Tom Holland's MCU Spider-Man, including uh, his introduction in Civil War. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But before we do that, um, Addy's got a little bit of a trailer rant that he'd like to go on. Um, he said, dude, before we do news, I'm going to have to get my rant on. Tell me, sir, what's, what is up? So I'm just going to, I'm just going to wear my rant cap now. Wear your what cap? Rant cap. Rant cap. That could be the name. That could be the, the, the segment. Put on your rant yeah. cap. Ding, ding. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited right. to hear this. Because I know what you're going to say. I know what you're talking about. So I, I saw this trailer and I thought, I wonder what Addy thinks about that. All right. So the people who don't know, um, I loved a lot of the things, the films, of course. I've Love it. The books. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Yeah, you sure are. Why not? Um, and I was really, really looking forward to the Rings of Power show that's going to drop later this year or. Fuck, it's in September, so like two months from now. Okay. Um, there has been a lot of hate around the sh- just the existence of that project. And I do not like it. I do not like the, the hate that it's getting, mostly because it's... There's, there's, no, there's no kind way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. There are people who are upset about characters being of different races than white. Really? So some some people on the internet are upset that their favorite characters, who were traditionally white people, have been recast by people of color, and they're upset That's- about this. What are the fucking odds? I mean, especially that never happens in science fiction fantasy genre realm, does it? People suck. Yeah, that man, was me being it's... facetious, everybody. Sorry. Um, it's it's not actually a recast because they're sent, they're telling a story that's that takes elements from the Similarian. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. I haven't read it. The Similarian is basically a textbook. Of, or a guide to basically what 
middlers is and uh, so that so they've taken elements from that it's the first time we're gonna see uh, dwarf men if, so dwarf women if that's if that's oh yeah okay because in the in the lotr the, the the og version there were no dwarf women yeah there weren't and like there were as amazing as those, as those films are, both the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogy, mm. you can't. There are not people of color in that, and for ninety percent of both of those trilogies, it's about it's about men trying manly to do men things. doing manly things. Walking around and yes. drinking big mugs of beer and ale and eating elk and talking about how many breakfasts. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. True though. And yeah. uh, they don't, the Lord of the Rings kind of does, but they don't really have a lot of like female or like just, just female presence. And the show looks like it's going to heavily focus on uh, Galadriel and her and a sort of struggle with trying to fight something that nobody can see now which is it's also going it's also going to be a story that's that's going to set up the events that happen in a lot of the things yeah it's a prequel series and, is, that, is that right yeah I think okay. it's about I think it's about 2,000 to 5,000 years before any of the Lord of the Rings shit happens fuck but I, I can be wrong with that. What I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm very, I am very fucking angry. I'm also very, like, this, this is the fandom that I grew up in. Like, my first ever film that I remember watching is The Return of the King. Middle Earth is my happy place, and people are shitting on this because they don't have faith. In the project, it looks shit, which, what the fuck are you on? If you think that that chill looks shit, what the fuck have you smoking, dude? Just, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Careful, I'm still getting over a cold. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to, to, I mean, we've had conversations about this before. To, to, to have an opinion about, and I'm guilty of it too. I'm not going to say that I'm not, and you probably are as well, Addy. The things that you really love, it, you know, you get a little taste of these things, and people are like, "Oh, that's going to fucking suck." How can you? How can you have an opinion about something you haven't seen? You know what I mean? It's 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 so childish. It's like when a parent tells an older child that, you know, mummy's pregnant and you're going to have a brother or sister. And the kid's like, well, fuck that little kid and fuck you for having it. And I want all the snacks, you pieces of shit. And then, you know, the baby's born. And it's like, oh, actually, you know, siblings tend to get along at that age. Well, I mean, I, I got along with my sister, but you know what I mean? It's th it's so childish to, but it's also very, it's clickbaity. Um, you know, that kind of, the, the, the problem in general is that negative um, uh, 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 press Trump's positive press every time in, in terms of it's it, what gets looked at and what's get, what gets read. So people will come out with an argument about something straight away as opposed to being like, oh, I'm interested to see that. That might be good. Here are the positives. They'll come at it from a negative because it gets more attention. I see it on, I see it on Instagram all the fucking time. 
So yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah, and it's it's not even like hate or anything. It's just like it's literally seeing just one side of the story. Like you see people talking loads and loads of shit about why they don't believe in the project because it because it's not attached to New Zealand because it's not attached with Peter Jackson. I think that's a good thing. I don't think that Peter Peter Jackson now should be attached with with the whole of Middle Earth. It's a new property now. It's with characters that we know but also do not. Yeah. And hey, I don't think he has a fucking problem not getting attached. He made his fucking money, and he did. He achieved what he wanted to achieve. And it's it's so. <laughs> it's it's so, poor Addy's it's like so, putting his hands up to his face, just just oh, lamenting all the fucks that are out there on the interwebs. It's so heartbreaking to see because like. You see these facts about the show that like the showrunners have all five seasons planned. Like they have it up until the last shot of the whole show. They have all the stories. They have all the story. It's the most ambitious show that's been ever created. It's it has about a billion dollars for just one season. What the fuck do you think will go wrong? Mm. Amazon Prime has just gotten off the high of the boy season three, which we're going to fucking talk about. What? I I just fucking can't, man. Like, and look, Bezos has got that cash money. You know, he he can he can throw that around. He's, oh, Lord of the Rings. You know, one of the single most popular science fiction, or arguably the most popular science fiction uh, a property on planet Earth, bar Star Wars, maybe. Um, yeah, I can throw as much money at that as is possibly needed. Um, so yeah, I I I don't yeah. Maybe wait until you've seen it, everybody. And if you want to tell us to fuck off, what do we say? It's your own goddamn fucking podcast. your own goddamn podcast. I will say one thing as well. Sorry to interrupt your rant. I've got one of my own. Um, sorry. No, you finish. You finish what you were saying. I'm sorry. I just, I just want to... I just... Like, it's so weird that every time something like this comes out, you have to be conscious of how you feel because there's going to be people hating on it. Yeah. Can't we just fucking wait for the actual thing to come out? And as a community, just, just fucking wait. Like, just fucking wait, man. I've been, like, and okay, like, people are saying their messes and, like, tempers with Tolkien's vision. Well, Tolkien was a soldier in the 1920s, right? <laughs> We're 100 years away from that. Let's, let's update. It's a, it's, a sh- it's a show that... That like just the just the trailer gives me so much hope because not only is it just so amazingly beautiful looking, mm. it also it also shows that now there's a chance for younger people to get into this universe and not watch those films and then like watch this show and then watch the films. Like it's it's a new gateway for a whole different generation to just to just fall in love with this and fucking. 80-year-old people are mad that they don't get their fucking childhood stories right this. I hate it so much. It's Yeah, it's super frustrating. And it is, you're right, it can be... I know a lot of people, particularly hardcore Star Wars fans, lament the prequels. Um, but someone like you, they're the Star Wars films you grew up on. So maybe someone will be like that. No one, Someone who hasn't seen the, the, the OG LOTR films that um, Peter Jackson made will see this series and go, oh, I might check those out now. Like it can only be good. It can only be good things. Um, Yeah. Like I said, that negativity seems to trump 
your your point of view. Like if you went on on IG and made a post about how much you're looking forward to it, I guarantee you either 90% of the people who saw it wouldn't read it or would, would say, you're a fuckhead, you can get fucked. I don't know why they all sound like that. They could be any race but or any any have any accent. But in my head, they all sound like this. That's what internet trolls sound like in my head. Um, and particularly, it happened to me the other day. I don't know. <coughs> excuse me. The person I got into a conversation with, I don't follow and they don't follow me. But I made a, a comment on, on a post and someone was talking about, they were ranking. And I don't I don't remember who, who the account was either. Oh, no, actually, I do, but I won't say. Um, and they were ranking something. I don't even remember what they were ranking. But they had it in in like a, a, a on a on a picture on Instagram, and it was like A B C D E of their favorite. So A being their favorite, and you know less favorite. And then at the very top, they had S, right? S and I was like, yeah. I was like, I look, and just so you know, everybody, I'm going to be forty. I mean, I've said it before, but I'm going to be forty years old in, in a couple of months. I'm not. I'm not very internet. You know what I mean? I don't know copy pasta and you know the 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 the, i mean i don't even know what the fuck a hashtag was until like eight months ago um or what they did anyway i'm not that sort of internet savvy i'm of an older generation like all the people out there like i'm old enough to be Addie's dad you know so it's i don't have that that vocabulary in, in in my sort of in what i do but every time i go on instagram and engage with people it's to have fun and to learn from from uh, you know particularly younger people who do have a great handle on this me- on this particular social media platform um and to yeah to have conversations and 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 to figure out new things and be like oh that's interesting and that's what I do I never come at, I if I have something negative to say I don't put it online um uh, there, there's what's what's the point you know and there was that that post right and I asked what the S stood for because I didn't know. And apparently it's a very common thing. S is special and then A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but I'm sure it makes perfect sense to whoever created it and then the people who employ that use of grading. The person who answered that question um, said it means it means special, look it up. And I was like, okay, I just I'm just engaging on the internet, trying to trying to ask questions and, and, and figure stuff out and have confidence. Yeah, I could do a Google search. That'd be really easy. But so, and I said, so the point you're trying to make is, is that it's, uh, uh, this is a, a very normal grading system. And they told me to calm down. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They're like, calm down, man. I didn't know what it meant either. And I was like, okay, for starters, you know, what's a really <laughs> good way to, to get someone not to calm down is to tell them to calm down. And also- Read the tone. I was, and I literally replied and said, I think you're hearing a, a combative tone here where there isn't one. I'm just, I was, I'm having a conversation with someone, you know, on the internet to learn things as opposed to the default position of, I'll Google it. Um, and it also means you get to meet other people who who have other points of view. Like this po- this person was grading things and I was wondering what their system of grading was. Maybe I'll you know, filter that into what I do. I don't know. It was it was about the community of film enthusiasts on Instagram. And this person was just immediately on the attack. And I don't know why. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about is where you have these people who will 
like negativity trumps positivity every time. Instead of going, oh, hey, man, it's really common, this this form of grading, um, you know, with S as special and then A, B, C, D. It gets used all the time. Maybe you've seen it on other sites. You should look it up and then you'll see what it means as opposed to being like acting like I'm a fucking idiot. Like I am a fucking idiot. I know that. Um, but it's a stupid thing. Like if I came on and said a whole bunch of racist shit or something, I could understand someone attacking me going, oh, S stands for you suck or whatever. You know, okay, I, I get it. But it was just me asking questions and it was met with this derision. So when you're saying that people kind of live into an opinion without having any information that informs that opinion, I fucking get it. <laughs> I hear that it's, it's become a culture that's like, like there are people who genuinely will just fucking sit down 24 7 and have just that compassion of just ruining people's day because they ask the question yeah or they don't agree with the opinion and we have like for fuck's sake we have to move forward and like even if it's like half of the population that's on instagram like this we have to move forward and just fucking forget about them because the, the reason why I've waited so long because I have had this in, inside of me ever since the first trailer drop. Yeah. But the reason why I've waited so long <coughs> for this is that I like talking about this or talking about them is giving them exactly what they want, which is attention. You're so you're so right, Addy. You're absolutely right. And like I I can't take that anymore. Like I've played the good side now, but like Think, I, I told you this the other day, Middle Earth is my happy place. Like it's it's something like if you asked me what's one fictional character you wanted to be, I would say any hobbit in Hobbiton. I, I would live all the that. things that you could be in Lord of the Rings. You're gonna pick a fucking hobbit? Why? Why don't you want to yeah, be Aragorn or Galadriel or one of the Orlando Bloom? Elves. Elves. What's Orlando Bloom's name in that? Legolas. Legolas. He's a leg. He gets drunk all the time. For those who don't well, understand that, legless is a, is a term for being drunk in Australia. I don't know if it is anywhere else. Oh, oh. look at that guy. He's fucking legless. That's that's how it would sound. Oh. Anyway, yeah. No, I. You, sorry, you were saying happy place. You want to be a hobbit? Yeah. Terrific. And so it, it just it annoys the living shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Just just to complement the conversation that we've had today. Maybe this comes out like, and I've already done it, but I will make a post now. I will make a post and I'll be the only one talking about why I'm looking forward to this show. Do it, man. Fucking put fuck some, you all. Yeah, put some positivity out there and be like, you don't even have to be fuck you all. Be like, here's five reasons why I'm looking forward to Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. And you don't even have to mention any negativity. You just be like, this is, this is why I like it. Anybody fucking puts a negative comment on there, you block them and fuck that shit because it's, it's such a waste of time. And- like my my fiance is a a very um, uh, mindful and and spiritual person, and she's she's fantastic at at handling um, you know uh, stress and and uh, uh, confrontation and things like that. She's just she's an absolute pro. And she's said to me many times when I get worked up about things that happen at work or things that happen in my personal life, um, and it's really easy to say, but it is a, a good thing to try and practice if you can. Um, let go of your disturbances. The things that the things that trouble you, that 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 only affect you on a on a mental level, that aren't something that you actually have to deal with in 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 a, 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 a 
an actual way, like someone turning up at your house with a fucking gun or something like that. But those little things, arguments like this, people's negative comments, like that dude, you know, talking down to me, you know, fucking, he's probably some 14 year old kid in, in wherever. That doesn't, like, I, I couldn't fucking care. I don't really care about anyone's opinion of me, to be perfectly honest, apart from the people I care about. But, you know, the internet's opinion of me, it, it weighs less than sunlight. And so I just sort of let go, you know? It's like, oh, well, that was... And I told her about it. She goes, let go of your disturbances, babe. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, who fucking cares? So who fucking cares, man? You make that post and you represent the L-O-T-R. Fandom. E-P... O R, the power of T, T P O T R, L O T R T P O T R. Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe maybe we should put put um yes. uh, we should let go of our disturbances and and get into the news. Would you like to do some nerd news and and get the bad tasty out of your mouth? Fuck yeah, let's dive into nerd news. Let's do it, nerd news. All right, this this first story actually feeds into what we've just been talking about really fucking well, actually. So, I don't know if anybody else saw this. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. The, the movie Tom Cruise is having the year of his life, honestly. Maverick is now the highest grossing film uh, that that I think it's Paramount, whoever oh, released yeah. it. It's the highest grossing film that they've put out, including Avatar, I think. Um, it's made over a billion dollars. People love the film. He's at the height of his powers. He's about to have two more fucking Mission Impossibles come out. He's had a resurgence in popularity. People are kind of forgetting about that kind of crazy Tom Cruise of 10, 10 years ago. And like, oh, he's kind of like a, a superhero now. And everybody's like on, on Tom's bandwagon. Fantastic. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Honestly, I love Mickey Rourke. I think he's a really good actor. He had a bit of a kind of a renaissance um, uh, 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 a few years ago uh, when he was in Darren Aronofsky's The Wrestler, which is a fucking great movie. And then he went on to be Whiplash and he was uh, in, in Iron Man 2 and he was in an Expendables picture. And he's kind of, you know, gone off and done some more like direct-to-video or not direct-to-video, direct-to-streaming kind of stuff now. And he's had a lot of work done. He's Not that that's a... a, a, a you know, something to, to not a negative thing. Like if he, if he feels like he needs to do that, that's fine. But I'm just saying he's kind of, he's gone the Hollywood way. You know, there's no seasons in California. So there's no evidence of the transience of things. So that's why everybody gets plastic surgery because they, that passing, the, you know, aging is looked upon as a disease. And if there's a disease, there must be a cure. And that's the fucking cure apparently. But anyway, he goes on Piers Morgan, the, the British talk show. I don't know if he's in America or whatever, but he goes on this thing. <laughs> and it's so ironic. And he starts talking about how Tom Cruise has just played the same role for the last 30 years and that he's irrelevant. Mickey Rock actually said, he's irrelevant in my world. I'm like, what world is that? Where your movies don't make any money or nobody remembers you as a highly, you're not as highly regarded. It's again, it's clickbait. It's it's him saying something while promoting, it's, it's what all those big, you know, uh, d- directors and stuff when they have movies come out uh, and they want to get some press, they bag Marvel. Whether they're right or wrong, that's what happens. Um, and he's like bagging it out and he's bagging it out to Piers Morgan. And I'm just looking at it going, this is Piers Morgan. 
like a man who is like he's got a first class ticket to hell. Seriously, this guy is a piece of shit. Like listen to him talk for five minutes and you'll agree with me. Um, and again, sorry for the negativity on that, but it's just the truth. And Mickey Rourke, who I think is a good actor, but is obviously, you know, I don't know what why he would say this. I don't know what the point is. Maybe there might be jealousy in there or there might be, he might actually believe this. I don't know. But just watching Piers Morgan and Mickey Rourke talk about Tom Cruise being irrelevant. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's so stupid. Absolutely crazy. Okay. So, and there was two other stories that I just wanted to to hit on really quick before we get into uh, the actual uh, conversation. Well, one was one was uh, a, a huge thing that came out of the Marvel camps. Um, the visual effects artists are coming out of the. I want to. Say, I don't want to say coming out of the woodwork, but the visual effects artists who've worked with Marvel over the last ten years are coming out and saying how horrible the conditions are. And uh, and I I have heard this story firsthand from a person who actually that I know who worked for them. Um, and it seems like it's, it's getting really bad over there. Um, so, you know, talking about sleep deprivation and, and, and bad health and it's, it's, they're just, they're, they're not great to work for. And I hope my hope for this is that they, this will then cause Marvel to, you know, change things. Um, yeah. to, to, to assess what's happening. You know, the, the upper echelons of Marvel, the people who are concerned with story and stuff like that, they don't know this shit. They don't know what's going on there. This is the producers pushing visual effects crews to their limit um, uh, uh, physically and, and, and mentally in order to get a product out that needs to be out. You know, they have a release date and a poster before they have a script. So it's it's... It's tough, and I, I hope these people get some representation, or, or their their unions start to to galvanise and 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 uh, you know make some changes uh, to to how things are being done. My my hope is that it, of course, again more representation, and B that Marvel or Disney understands that we don't need we don't need four films and fifteen TV shows every every year well, we're gonna fine be five with- five in 2023 there's going to be five tv series like holy shit we're fine with two films and two really good tv shows like just it's something that we'll get into when we talk about miss marvel if, if that's if that's an episode that we do yeah. but yeah it's it's a it's a hard time and there's like a lot of people complain about the CGI not looking good. They don't really know, and I I don't know fully at all. Like my my only my only intake or only knowledge about VFX is from <coughs> the corridor, from the corridor crew channel, and like people need to stop the head on like like they had a they had a clip that went viral where they have different visual effects artists from ILM and Weta Workshop come in, and one of them said that a VFX artist or a VFX crew does not start off by just going and uh, deciding that we're going to have a bad VFX shot. It's it's months and months of prep and hard work. And then all you see is the 20% that didn't click for you. But yeah. you don't see the 80% that they worked hard on. And it's it's something that's been happening in, not only in Marvel, in every other film now, but it's something that's because we expect so much from Marvel that 
like seeing just a bit of downgrade also you just all the hate towards everything just goes towards the visual effects crew and it's yeah people are immediately especially like you look at something like the she-hulk trailer coming out people are like it fucking looks shit so that was my internet troll again um it's like well hang on a fucking second you know how hard did they work to get it where it is not for the trailer you know wait and see what it's going to be but yeah they they do cop a lot of the brunt which is hilarious considering that they're creating everything from fucking scratch like it's it's like it's like a person saying that he doesn't like jj abrams because his cinematography has a lot of lens flares in it like if that's your only criticism of the cinematography you don't know jack shit so just shut the fuck up. It's not even him. Like he, it's his cinematographer, and he chooses to. He shoots anamorphically. That's what you get. You get lens flare. I mean, I will admit that there's an awful lot in the Star Trek remakes, but you know, I, I like, like it. The, Spielberg does it too. And there's a reason why J.J. Abrams does it because his his type of storytelling is that he puts a camera in the world and he creates the world. Mm. So he captures everything as if it was real. And, and that's also, why he has. That's why he has lens flares in it because that's that, that's what would look natural when you put a camera in that situation. Yeah, I completely agree. And also, um, I read that he yeah, lens flares give him an erection. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> not true. Not true. I never. I didn't read that anywhere. Um, but yeah, so maybe Marvel Marvel workers out there, people working on um, you know visual effects. I, I hope you get some some uh some support soon um and speaking of that this will be interesting uh, another little bit of marvel cinematic news armor wars which is going to be the the uh roadie kind of spin-off tv series with um don Cheadle. super excited about this one arnold schwarzenegger is rumored to appear as the main villain um and all i have to say about that is fuck yeah uh, apparently oh, he's we- likely to play Titanium Man. Cool. The former KGB agent turned specialized behemoth who frequently battles Iron Man in the comics. Uh, the series is reportedly uh, beginning to shoot, uh, is going to be starting shooting in October, November this year with a potential release date of the end of 2023. So fucking bring it on, Arnie. And then you can you can put a Predator in there too if you want. Predator versus Iron Man. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Predator vs. Ironheart. That would be a film I would watch. For sure. The, the Predator comic is being released by by Marvel, like the, a new sort of run of it in the next couple of weeks because, you know, uh, Disney now owns the rights to to all those those Fox characters. Um, and they're all the covers of Marvel comics for this month. They've all got the whoever it is fighting Predator. The inside of the comic has no Predator in it at all, but like it's just as a gimmick. They've got all these people like fucking fighting Predator. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Right. Um, Are we talking about Predator or Terminator? Predator. <laughs> they fucked up. Okay. Yeah. No, I knew Predator. I knew. I knew what I was talking yeah. about. I said Predator, didn't I? I said Terminator. No, you said Predator. I thought it was Terminator. No, it's Predator. Uh, the Predating, and also Prey is about to come out as well. Like that. That drops on Disney Plus yes. next month, I think. Um. So I've got it fucking in my diary. So here we are. We're talking about uh, the MCU Spider-Man's. Uh, Tom Holland. Obviously, um, introduced in, in in Civil War. Now, you have to remember, folks, at this time, Sony still owned the rights to Spider-Man. And, and by some 
fucking crossroads deal with the devil that that Kevin Feige did, he managed to get Spider-Man implanted into the MCU in spectacular fashion in Captain America Civil War, um, introducing him, you know, so spectacularly uh, uh, with, you know, Iron Man saying, you know, Oh, I've got some backup. Where's yours? And it cuts to Queens and Alt J's left hand free um, drops, and in he walks with you know this this little kid, perfect you know sort of the child version of Spider Man. You know the teen version of Spider Man. Um, you know wearing the, the the mathematical pizza shirt and and with the with the flawless uh, Queens accent, and that's it. He's just he's just in. There's no origin. There's no Uncle Ben. It's just he's Spider-Man and he's on the adventure. And then he gets to have a conversation with Cap about where they're from. Like, it's just, it's a really fucking good introduction, honestly. Like, you got to, you've got to admit. I've seen, and this leads into what we were talking about um, before. I've seen a lot of hate where they say that they're in Civil War, the title cards are a bit too boring. Is just loud text on screen. What the fuck do you want, man? What what's what, what's the alternative? You know, do you want like, it to be do you want it to be like, you know, a Windows ninety five screensaver where it's toasters flying across the screen, all those pipe things? Like get fucked. It's I, I like it. I think it's really interesting. And you, you first yeah. see it earlier when it's when when you're following Bucky. Um, this yeah. was also one of the first films I noticed where they started shooting it with a really high shutter speed. Um, so all the fight scenes are shot with like, uh, typically 180 degree shutter is what you, sh- is what you have your camera on if you're shooting 25 frames a second or in the States it's like 29.97. Um, but yeah, typically like 25 is what you're shooting on or maybe 60. Um, but they're shooting much higher. So it's got that real crisp movement to it. Um, which works really well for the stuff with Spider-Man because he is so agile. There is so much, um, you know, emotion blur on that would give it an unreality um so yeah i just i feel like i mean that doesn't have anything to do with the title cards but it was just something that i noticed thinking about the bucky fights um but yeah that's the first time you see it when he's in marrakesh or wherever he is yeah and like the whole the whole point of having those huge ass fucking uh title cards is because they have a payoff like okay I'm going to get into how, do you know the story of how Kevin Feige got Spider-Man into Civil War? I'm assuming he sucked every single penis at Sony Pictures. Fuck no, so I'll tell you what happened. Like whatever, I just, you know, I'm just assuming. No, what happened? Tell me. But before that, I want to go back to the title cards. It payoffs, because like in the trailer, we see that Spider-Man is in this, but the payoff is that you have these huge ass, huge ass fucking battle cards, and then it says Queens. And now that you're not expecting, you're not expecting Peter Parker, you're just expecting Spider-Man, it drops to Queens, and everyone who fucking knows Spider-Man loses their fucking shit. Right, yeah. He's li- he lives in Forest Hills in Queens. Um, you know, it's, that's- it's such a good setup, <coughs> like, like you said, such a good introduction. The, the the thing that I, I do lament though, and and we talked about this when um we were we were chatting about I don't know how it came up, but we talked about Ragnarok, the Thor picture, 
and how if you didn't know the Hulk was going to be in that, how amazing it would have been if they hadn't spoiled it in the trailer. There was, it was too much press around this movie for you not to know that Spider-Man was going to be in it. He was in the trailer. But if they kept that a fucking secret, people would have been doing backflips in the cinema and eating the chairs and shit. It would have been incredible. I know, I know. There would have been and that moment where I threw my hands up when Bruce Willis came out at the end of fucking Split. Oh, my God. This you is what? This is a secret unbreakable fucking movie. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, like I, I was on M. Night Shyamalan's Instagram scrolling and stalking him as, as you do. As you do. He loves it. And, and I found this picture of like, uh, it's like split. Like at the end, right? And it's, on, it's, it's actually, it's on space. <laughs> I don't, it's one of those three. It's like Samuel L. Jackson's face, but like in, in like cracked glass, and like it makes it makes a shadow of Bruce Willis's character. I I was like I saw that picture. I was like, and it gave me a flashback to when we when you were talking about how how that was like the biggest surprise to you in huge. theaters. Huge. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. But yeah, if they'd have kept Spider-Man a secret, it would have been really cool. Um, but he yeah. just sort of gets his little intro, and, and that's it. And then. I, I don't know if it was even might have been just the following year we get homecoming. We do. And so the reason or like how we got Tom Holland was very interesting because there was a very, very, very huge campaign of getting Andrew Garfield. Uh that right in, in the MCU because at the time that they were having conversations about Civil War, I think it was like the second Avengers film, just to have like an Oscar Oscar Tower show up like near the Avengers Tower, just just so that we know that's, that Spider-Man and the Avengers exist in the same universe. Yeah. And then the Amazing Spider-Man 2 happened and that, that led to a lot of shit. Um, but Kevin Feige well, went to meet Pascal and said, see, here's an idea. And we would love... No, fuck no, it wasn't, it wasn't Kevin Feige. It was Amy Pascal who went to Marvel Street and said, we have the same... We have the characters that are under Marvel, right? And we'd love to be a part of what you're doing because we're trying to do it. And uh, Kevin Feige very, very brutally said that we know how to do Spider-Man. We, we would love to have Spider-Man in our films, but the only way we can do Spider-Man is our way and our way is to reboot him completely. So in the crux of everything falling apart, that was the thing that, gave Sony the confidence that we could let the Amazing Spider-Man franchise go because now we have Kevin Kevin Feige on our side. And for what it was worth, I don't think... I think that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man would have been way more like... It would have been way more fun to watch him interact with like Captain America and Iron Man, but also get why they, they didn't do that. I think they like gearing younger was always going to be the the case. You know, both both the Toby films and the Andrew Garfield films had him at <clears throat> end of high school, college age. But when Spider Man was created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, he he was fourteen, fifteen, and so I can, I get that. And it also um, uh, it made him like a, a, a surrogate son to Tony. Which is, a, which is a beautiful arc for him, particularly in, in um, Infinity War, um, you know, where he's, he's like, Tony tries to get him not to come 
And he does, and Tony loses that kid. It's the first the first thing he says to Cap when he gets off the, the ship in Endgame. He says, I lost the kid. And he's like, we all lost. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck me up to those movies are good. <laughs> yeah. Endgame is just, it still works for me. And Infinity War as well. The end of Infinity War, where Thanos sits down in his garden, and that's the end of the movie. I fucking, I was shook. But anyway. That it's a really nice, and then for him to come back at the end of Endgame and 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 lose Tony, um, and that's the only part of uh, uh, Far From Home that really works for me is the guilt is is him yeah. feeling the loss of Tony, where he's like I see him everywhere and I miss him so much kind of thing, and Happy's like I miss him too. That's the, really the only part of that film that works. Um, but yeah, I think Gary um, Younger was was kind of you know it also helped Tony become a father. You know, he was like, well, I'm I'm. And then he ends up having Morgan um, or Morgana or whatever her name is. Um, Morgan, that's Stark. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, you kind of, you, you feel that connection a bit more and he's got the picture of him and Peter on the, in the kitchen and it just kind of works. I need to rewatch both Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> I'm just thinking of it. I've done that. I've done that twice back to back <laughs> where I watch Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, you Trust me, it. it's... Yeah, like there's there's no other way you should do it. Yeah, it's like, a, six hours of joy. Fucking forget about it. Um, fuck yeah. But uh, yeah, so Homecoming to me um, is is really a, a perfect Spider-Man film. Um, I, I like I said um, when we're talking about the the Andrew Garfield films, they they're my favorite. I like that they live on their own, but I like the way that they integrate him into the MCU. Um. It's a very, uh, I, lo- I like that he's a kid. He's really unsure of his powers, so much so that Tony takes them off him, that, that takes the suit off him, and he had the final fight he has to do in his old raggedy fucking, what looks like the Scarlet Spider suit. Um, the turn of, I mean, Michael Keaton is amazing. Like the intro of Michael Keaton being, you know, part of the, the, the cleanup crew for um, the Avengers and then punches that guy in the face. I was, I was like, oh, I remember Michael Keaton when he's threatening, you know, like Beetlejuice is scary as fuck. Um, and then the turn that he's Liz's dad, because there's no way you see that coming. I, I didn't see that coming either. I, it sucks because like that's the only only Spider-Man film that I haven't watched in years with Tom Holland in it. And like I threw my hands up in an airplane. You know how weird that is. <laughs> you threw your hands up in an airplane. Yeah, like I was watching it in an airplane. I was like, oh shit, and then like I. Then, like reality stuff that I was I was in an airplane. Did, yeah, I was gonna say, did anybody panic around you? You're like, ah, shit, what's going on? Everything drops from the sky. Yeah. But I just that that turn of of him opening the door, and you realize, fuck, you know, this this, this the vulture who've been following. That's really the beginning of the third act. You know, as soon as he, you know, the the third act starts when when your character kind of. You know, or a new act starts when your character finds out a new piece of information. That's pretty huge. All of a sudden, Liz's father is the Vulture, and then he figures that he figures out that he's Spider Man and pulls a gun on him in the car. He's like, oh, "Yeah," and I will kill everyone you love to protect my family, Pete. Now we go in there and have a good time, but not too much of a good time. Like it's fucking great. And then the end, the part where he's stuck under the rubble, and he's screaming for help, is gut wrenching. Because he, you forget, you know, he's Spider Man. He's gonna, he's gonna web the day up, and he's getting a churro from a lady who saved a, you know, from a purse snatcher, and you know, he's he's going to the bodega and getting a sandwich, you know, with pickles, squash it down real flat, and he gets the little, 
you know, things and pats the cat and everything. Like he's just a little, he's just a kid. And now he's he's in serious danger and he's terrified. Like it really is a perfect Spider-Man film. And, and, it, and it showcases New York really well, like the schooling system, Queens itself, um, the diversity of um, the cast as well. Um, you know, Mary Jane, or it's not Mary Jane, isn't it? It's... Um, Michelle Jones. Michelle Jones uh, uh, being a person of colour. Um, Flash being a, a person of colour, but also being um, not a, a huge hulking jock, but he is a, he's a, um, an intellectual rival to Peter, uh, who also has his own struggles. You know, he's, he's rich, comes from a rich family. His parents don't really give a shit about him. Um, then you've got the, um, the, the, the young guy uh, who plays Ned, um, uh, uh, who is, you know, not your typical man in the chair, but he's the man in the chair, you know? Like, it's really... It was the best, most modern way to retell this character's story for the time that it was in. Like, Homecoming came out in, what, 2017? Yeah, Homecoming came out in 2017, but we already had... We had him in Civil War in 2016. And, like... 2016 is two years after The Amazing Spider-Man, which means that when they, like, at the end of Civil War, they say that Spider-Man will return. And so that means that they were actually, they were actually going ahead with this plan two years after they already crushed down a franchise. And just, like, it was so, like, it's so beautifully done. Like, I wanted to hear that film, but I couldn't because it was just so true to its, so true to Peter Parker and so true to Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I completely. And it's, it's like fucking fantastic that you have him in like, like I would never in a fucking million years see, like see Spider-Man against Captain America, let alone then fucking charging with Captain America against a big purple dude. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you see them together, um, you know, after that interaction at the airport where he's like, um, you think you think you're wrong, uh, you think you're right, but you're wrong. That makes you dangerous. Like that, that sort of wanting to do the right thing, but doing the right thing because he's been told to do the right thing. Like he's still a kid. He doesn't know. It's not until yeah. he loses everything that he becomes the hero really in, 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 in no way home. Um, I will say that the, the internals of the suit, having a voice in the suit is a slight misstep. It puts him a little bit too much in the realm of Iron Man. Um, I like <laughs> the, the inner monologue of Spider-Man a little bit better. Um, you know, would have been would have been nicer, but you know, it's totally fine. But you, you can't you can't really do that in a film, can you? Yeah, you can't have him. It, it's the same with Batman narration. Like you could go on and on, but like fifty pages in comics and like fifty pages in in script is two very fucking different things. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah, but I do like his quippiness. Like in Civil War, he's like catches the catches the arm, and he's like. You have a metal arm? That's so cool. Like, it's such a childlike thing to say. You know, Andrew Garfield's kind of like, he's kind of a wiseacre and a bit of a smart ass, you know, but Tom Holland's Spider-Man's just a kid and he's excited about shit, you know, and he has these superpowers. Um, I will say from this point on, and, and as much as I like No Way Home, I do feel like he should have become a co-star because you, after Homecoming, you see him in Infinity War, you see him in Endgame. I think it would have benefited to have that character only appear as a co-star in other films um, as opposed to yeah. home. because Far From Home is 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 a bit of a mess of a movie um, and it suffers from the fact that it's it was the first one out of the gate from Endgame. And like I said, all the grief stuff works, but 
setting that film on in on another continent. Um, I do. I think the way they handled Mysterio is interesting, but again, it all loops back to Tony Stark. Um, it's just, and then the fact that the 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 um, Hill and and uh, Nick Fury, Nick Fury are actually skulls. Like, there's a lot of a lot of like I've said before, throwing a ball for the next movie to catch, and it, it doesn't work. The Night Monkey thing. I do like that. It's yeah. The, the relationship um, sort of blossoms there where, you know, they're on the bridge. Spider-Man's had his fucking ass handed to him by all those drones. <clears throat> and then, you know, you get Mary Jane coming out with a fucking a flail and she's like, I brought this and they have a kiss and he's like, I really like you. And she's like, I really like you too. And he, he gives her the Black Dahlia um, uh, thing. That's a broken Black broken. Dahlia necklace. Yeah. Like really... I, I, I like that part. And they're great actors, like particularly Michelle Williams. Like Michelle Williams. <laughs> I mean, Michelle Williams is really good, but that's not who we're talking about. Um, uh, we're talking about Zendaya. Zendaya. Michelle Williams? What the suck? I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Zendaya is one of the finest young actors currently working today. I'm a huge fan of Euphoria. Um, I know people. some, some people don't like that. Um, I, I, that's, that's totally cool. It's a lot. It's a, it's a very, it doesn't fuck around that show. Um, and it's very modern and it's kind of, it's grotesque in places and really scary. And I, I, I just, people, I think people can't handle it in a lot of times. And that's how they, like my dad tried to watch it. He's like, it's not for me, son. (laughs) That's okay, dad. You're 65 years old. Um, but I think she's, she's remarkable. She's really good in this. Um, and, and yeah, just a, like supremely talented young woman. Um, and she carries a lot of it in particular, when we get to no way home, like she is the only reason that Peter has any fight left in him at the end of that, in the third act, when the other two Peters turn up and she's like, I'm here with you. I'm, I'm, we can do this together. He's lost everything apart from her at that point. And then he loses her too. Yeah. Uh, My, my only like. I love that they have Mysterio, but I also hate that they have Mysterio because it all leads back to Tony Stark. And mm. I get that, like, like the whole fake out of this new Spider-Man was that we're not going to do the traditional the spider bit me and Uncle Ben dies kind of shit. But then that's exactly what we got. But in, in a totally different way, that's like, it was so innovative, but like also like, that, that film feels like it's it's a very it's it's exactly what Peter is, but it's not in a good way. Like Peter's very confused mm. on what he's supposed to be and what he wants to be in that film, and that's exactly where this film is because it it has the it has the most unbelievable task of ending Phase Three that had its second last movie as the culmination of the past ten years of storytelling, and then had send-offs to characters we've known for the past 10 years it's it's a it's an afterthought that feeds <coughs> that feeds too much of a product than a film if that makes sense yeah no i absolutely i think that you you remove that film from the uh, um from the 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 entirety of the run of marvel films and nothing changes it is it is, yeah. it is a we were getting ready to do this sequel anyway and we had to fit it in whatever way we had to fit it in. Um, 
the only thing it really did was introduce the idea that um, the blip, you know, that 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 was that was what everyone was calling it. That was what happened, and that people came. It explained that because I remember talking to to my fiance and 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 um and her sister about it after we saw Endgame, and I was like, well, how the fuck are they going to bring everyone back? Because you know, Spider Man, everyone thought that Far From Home was going to be a prequel. It was going to be set before Endgame. That was the that was the whole thing, um, because you know that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, but. You know, and then they were like, okay, that's not going to be the case. How is it going to work? And then they explained, oh, okay, people blipped away. And then when they came back, they were the same age, but people had aged, you know. And it sort of gave us an idea of, of how time, the, how the timeline was going to work. But you could do that in five seconds in whatever the next film would have been. Yeah. Like, they, they legit do that, like, two minutes in the opening of Far From Home. It's It opens with, the like, a very high school montage of, you know, shots of Steve and... And um and uh, Tony Stark, you know, as as fun as fun as I watching it in the theaters, I watch it now and it just it haunts me that like it's that's the, like that's the film like we had Endgame and then this is what we follow like we open on a very disgusting kind of thing like it 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 shouldn't have opened that way like that's. I, I don't know why it feels wrong. It just feels wrong to me. Yeah. And I'm fine if I'm fine if that I'm the only one that that it feels wrong to. I, I I think a lot of people kind of feel that way. And the other thing, <coughs> sorry about me coughing. Um. I don't know if anybody has ever been on a bus before, <laughs> but you can't fart without someone noticing. You can't do anything yeah. on a train. Someone shifts their body and you, you, you know, your eyes go straight to it because you never know what the fuck's going on. I don't care how underdeveloped these children are in this bus on, on in, in the Alps or wherever they're going. The fact that Spider-Man can accidentally call down a drone strike on Flash Thompson or whoever the fucking kid is who's got the photo of him getting finger bunged or whatever it is. Um, and then <laughs> he's not getting finger bunged. Um, it's uh, oh no, I've lost it. Now what was I saying? Yeah, the fact that he can call down this drone, no one's looking. He he knocks Flash out, and then jumps out of the bus and thwip thwip and takes down the drone and then jumps back in. And no one goes, "Hey, I just saw you jump out of the bus and use web powers and drop back in." Clearly, you're Spider Man, and we act like it's a huge big surprise that somehow you know MJ figures it out. No, it's not because he's fucking jumping in out of buses with his web shooters out. Like it was, it was a bridge too far. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I like Jake Guggenheim or Jiggenhall or Gogglum or Gogglul and Lululu, whatever his name is. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he's he's a fantastic actor. Um, I, I think he's yeah probably one of the best actors of his generation. Totally wasted. Totally wasted. To- totally wasted. Um, the turn is 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 pretty cool. I like he's like get this stupid thing off me, and then he explains the entirety of his plan for the building. Is it though? Is it is it cool? Like like. To, like you're a lifelong Spider-Man fan, did you actually fucking believe that Mysterio was going to be good in this film? No, of course not. But like I said um, <laughs> when we were doing the the show a couple of weeks ago, you know, Mysterio in the comics is a special effects artist, and he's he's you know fucking just down on his luck. He's not trying to get revenge on Tony Stark. Um, and and th- and then okay, I will say one other thing as well: the fact that he frames Spider-Man 
um, and and in and his and in his youth, Spider-Man is taken in by this older, new mentor. He's he tries to fill that gap. He tries to fill the void of of, of what happened with with Tony, um, and that's that's a really interesting turn. And then that he's he outs him as Spider-Man is not only a great setup for No Way Home, which we'll talk about in a second, um, but is also a really interesting. I mean, they've done it in the comics, but it's a thing we haven't seen yet. Like, no one has been outed in these movies. Like, people come out. Tony Stark outed himself. Steve Rogers has always been Steve Rogers. Everybody's known that, even though in the comics he's he's got a, a, a secret identity. Um, you know, these characters are, you know, public figures at this point, so much so they've made musicals about them and shit. But people already know who's knows Clint is 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 Hawkeye and stuff. Spider-Man's the one whose yeah. secret identity is really sacrosanct and it's and it needs to be protected and if and that doesn't happen in this film, which leads into No Way Home, which is it plays like any normal Marvel movie really really well um until about 35 minutes in when all of a sudden the Doctor Octopus from the Tobey Maguire films turn up. How, how they managed to not only... I, I'm not even talking about getting all these people to come and do it because it was like, you want to be in the Spider-Man movie where all the Spider-Men are going to be in it? We're, we're talking about multiverses and shit and that everyone's, everyone can get their head around that now. And, and proof uh, positive is going back to the Spider-Thon at the Asta, um, you know, there were camps there. There was the Toby camp and the Andrew camp and the Tom camp and the Miles camp, like... Everybody was there for their particular favorite. You shove all those things into one barrel. It's it's like having Neapolitan ice cream. You got your chocolate, you got your vanilla, you got your strawberry, and it's all good. You know, you can have it all together all at once, or do individuals. It's fucking delicious. And um, I've lost my train of thought now because I'm thinking about ice cream. I've, I'm literally just Sorry. thinking about ice cream now. Sorry, yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man, Neapolitan ice cream actually does rule. I wonder if you can get a vegan one. You must be able to. Anyway, you have all these things come come together, and nobody fucking questions it. It was, and that was was always the rumor. Like, oh, you know, the the bad guys are going to turn up, or you see it, and people would take still stores of it and go, oh, that's clearly where the lizard's going to be, and he's kicking him in the head, and here's, you know, this is where the spider him. And Andrew Garfield was like, you know, should have got an honorary Academy <laughs> yeah. Award for denying it for so long. Like, and for lying through his teeth for eight and a half months, the award goes to Andrew Garfield. Um, and if, and then just everyone accepted it. And I'm sitting in the cinema going, especially that great shot that I, I put up a, a video that I took in the Asta when, when you know, the three Spider-Men jump off that, off the tower and flip around and help each other with the webs and they all land together. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like it blew my head off again. I'm like, this can't be real. I cannot be living in these times. You know, this is yeah. lifelong Spider-Man fan uh, seeing that, you know, I, 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 it just, it was, I'll never get over it. I will never get over that, that the feeling that of that, of seeing that and how fucking insane it is. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just like, okay, mainly my family members, they said that it's just a movie, like, move on. Like, I, that's the only thing that I will not do. I will refuse to fucking move on. Because, Jesus Christ, man. Like, I, because you watched it a week before I was ever able to watch it, because timings are fucked. Yeah. And, like, like I remember sending you a screenshot, because I, should we talk about this? Talk about what? Okay, fuck it. But 
So you watched you watched it a week earlier, and I went like, opening. Rem- yeah, yeah, and I remember like you uploaded a video saying, "Holy shit, that works!" Yeah, I did a, a little quick review. It's, on it, yeah. it shouldn't, but it works, and that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, there's and, no and also, there is no reason that all of those elements together should make a cohesive film. It should be a fucking mess, and it's not. It's tight as a drum. It is, and like. There's a there's a video I don't know I don't know if there's it's there now or not but like when they were doing all the press and everything uh, there's there was a video of uh, John Watts hugging like having a group hug with uh, Tom Holland Jacob Batalon who plays Ned and uh, Zendaya who plays uh, Michelle Jones and like he was hugging them and said it worked we did, did we fuck I don't know I I don't exactly know what he said but he, but he said. So we did it. We we made the film, and it's it's so like, of course he was in so much fucking stress and shit. Cause who wouldn't, especially when the whole the whole fucking third act of your film is leaked. Yeah. Like, and like I was fucking pissed. Cause like I I I remember telling you that my only hope for that is like Far From Home ruined me. I I did not I did not like that movie at all. And I, I remember telling you that the only the only reason why I'm gonna go and watch that film is be, because I think maybe Andrew Garfield is there in it. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah I, you were saying that you're like I'm not interested, but I'm gonna go because that's the big rumor. Yeah. And three hours, three hours before I step into the theater, I was fucking spoiled <laughs> with the yeah. fucking money shot. I couldn't believe that 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 like. And then you know you had a conversation with that person who 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 ruined it, and they're like, "Well, I put a spoiler thing up." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's like two days after it's come out. Like, have a little bit of consideration for other people, just because you want to get some fucking likes." It's it's yeah. Again, maybe I'm old. I don't know. It's not enough to be like. It's not enough to be right anymore. You have to be first, whether you're right or wrong. Yeah. And it's fucked. You know, it's it's got your journalism. I can't stand it. But I will say. You know, it, it was a big risk. You were right to go in. I was I had some 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 trepidation as well. Same way I do about this this new Thor picture. Um which I haven't seen yet, so I, I don't know I'm not gonna comment, but um I was like, how how is this possibly gonna work? Because if you if you if that third act doesn't work, if those two Spider Men turn up and 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 either Toby or Andrew, and there's some clunky parts to the to the script that that are you know, callbacks to the other movies that, you know, you could remove and it would, it would still make sense. You're just doing it because it's it's a bit of fan service. And I get that. If Andrew or or, or Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire don't give 110% to those two performances, the, the back half of that movie fails. If they're phoning it in and not being the characters, like they were 100... Tobey Maguire did a really good older version of his character from those movies. Um you know, the G Golikas, G Wiz stuff is gone and he's older. He's wizen. He understands being Spider-Man and he has a better handle on it. He's calmer. Whereas Andrew Garfield is is still guarded and 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 kind of coarse because of what happened to him. And here's Tom stuck in the middle. Like if those three actors don't work together, it's you're lost. Yeah. And then especially yeah. uh, at the end when they're gone and Peter decides only because of meeting those two guys that he has to give up everything and we get the beginning of a Spider-Man film that I want to see. 
um, where yes. nobody knows who he is. Like that scene where he goes into the coffee shop, the donut shop, and talks to to MJ, and she doesn't know who he is. Tom Holland's performance in that is is the best performance he's ever put in. It is so sweet and sad and beautifully timed. Um, when he see he goes to say something, and he sees the cut on his fo- on her forehead, and he remembers what what the cost is of being in his life, whether it's getting to a school or or being hurt or nearly dying. You know, he learns that from from Garfield, not the cat, the actor. Um, and then he just walks out, and then you see him alone in an apartment in in Manhattan or wherever it is, and he puts on the homemade suit, which looks, I really like it. It was Christmassy as fuck. And then he swings out. And that's that's the beginning of like where where do they go next? You know, like what's I know Tom Holland is probably coming back for at least one more. What happens? You know, what is this is this is where I'm interested. You take Spider-Man out of all of that Marvel stuff and you give him his own shit again. And now that they're looping in fucking Morbius and Venoms and and Craven, they're all kind of Part of the, like Venom turns up in this um, in the teaser of, of No Way Home, um, which is lunacy, but that happens and you get the he leaves a bit of Venom behind him. So we're doing symbiote stuff again. Like the possibilities now are more interesting to me than they were before No Way Home. I was like, okay, well this Absolutely. kid's just gonna be bunging around. Now where are we? Yeah, I wonder. Like I'm tempted to know or just see a script with this where. There's a film without those those two previous Spider-Man in them. I I want to I want to know what that story would have been. Yeah. What what is? is it? Yeah. It's because I do have mixed feelings about this film. Don't get me wrong. But this is this is this is one film where the good outweighs the bad, or not the not so good. Because fuck, man. Like I I was in the like I was in the theater and like. Ned opens the portal and like this, I'm, I'm, I'm describing to you exactly what my reaction was. He opens the portal and is like, oh, that's Peter. Wait a minute. That, those eyes look a bit bigger. That, those eyes are bigger. Holy shit, those are Tazm 2 eyes. Holy shit, holy shit. And I went fucking crazy. Yeah, man, everybody did. I, I went to see it with some people, um, you know, the, the second or third time I saw it, there, there was still some people who hadn't seen it in there who hadn't heard. And they were like, holy shit. M didn't know either when we watched it at home. She didn't know how that kind of played out. Um, yeah, it was, it, it's special and, and, it, and it does, and it's fun. You know, it's super fun. It's, it's really tragic. Like the, the death of Marissa, to- oh, Marissa Tomei. Jesus. I love Marissa Tomei. I reckon she's an awesome actress and she is such a babe. Um, and, uh, her death is, is just brutal. Um, and, and it gives such great motivation for Tom Holland to do some really good acting. And also speaking of fucking babes, Willem Dafoe in this movie, he is giving Ooh. everything he's got. Like that fight in the hallway, it's he, and he said it, he's come out and said, like, he was like, I'm, I'm going to. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do my own stunts. That's the fun part. The dude's 66 years old or some shit like that. He's fucking throwing Spider-Man around like a rag doll. Like it was just, and the end where he's like, then he's playing the two characters, you know, he's the goblin and Harry again, uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, Norman again. Just, 
it it all works for me, you know. And what other, what also works is um, where where he's sitting down with Electro, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to put this on your chest, and and that's going to zap your power and take electricity away." But you know what electricity does, and he's like, "Can I ask you a question? Are these your Legos?" <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you feel? But being that where we are in 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 the MCU, there's a lot of stuff going on. We know for a fact that Spider Man has come to, to to an ultimate close in in the form that it was, and we got a little teaser of what may be um, of him in that spangly costume. What do you want to see for the future of Tom Holland's Spider Man in the MCU? That's a very, very interesting question, but I want to ask a question to you so I can have time to think about that. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, I'm asking the question because I'm prepared with an answer. Um, I I would like to see Tom get one more movie um, as as the the Spider-Man that we know. Just doing some spider shit. Just doing some Spider-Man shit, man. Just fucking being Spidey and disconnected. You can still live in the MCU, but don't have fucking, you know... Captain America turn up, and by Captain America I mean Anthony Mackie, um, yes. as, as Sam Wilson. Don't don't do any of that. He's just in New York, and he's stopping some crimes, and 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 whatever it is. And then at the end of it, somehow, some way, Miles Morales gets introduced. Whether it's you know through the by the same means that they did in Spider Verse, he gets bitten by a spider. Um, you know if it's from another dimension, whatever. Spidey helps him. Blah 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 blah. And then at the end of it, he discovers he's got powers. And then the the next film after that is a Miles film in which Toby, uh, in which uh, Tom Holland sort of hands over the the reins. He somehow gets MJ back um, because that was the yeah. Well, that's. Kind of my idea for it is that that film where he's doing all the Spider-Man shit, MJ, we talked about it, MJ gets is the one who gets turned into the Venom. And the Venom costume, because it's a cosmic entity, knows, get, brings all of her memories back and she remembers that, that, that Peter had her memory wiped and she's fucking furious at him and tries to kill him. He saves her. The Venom suit gets dissipates, and then he decides, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up the the, the mask and hang up the webs and just be um, with MJ." And he hands the reins over to to Miles, and then we have Miles in the MCU. That is my future, please. And and fucking Michelle uh, Michelle Williams again. She's not even in these. She's in Venom, but she's not. Why does Michelle Williams keep coming up? Is she fucking here with me? Michelle. <laughs> anyway, Zendaya, not Michelle Williams, uh, would would be amazing as a villain because she could got like she has a turn. Like if you watch Euphoria, that end of that last, uh, the middle of the last season where she is really strung out on drugs, it is she is shockingly brutal to the, all the people around her, her friends, her family, her mother. It's it is for her to be a villain, she wouldn't be that sort of slimy. Uh, 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 you know, well, she would be slimy because she's the Venom, but um, she wouldn't be kind of, you know, that annoying villain thing I've talked about before where the men are glib and the women are like hypersexualized. She would just be a hardcore motherfucker, you know? Um, yeah, bring that on, I reckon. Sorry, you go ahead. Yeah. See, I love you, but I hate you also because you kind of stole my answer. No, 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 I, I don't hate you. Um, yeah, 
So, well, we know that Don Juan is coming back for another three films. Is it three? Is it? Holy fuck. It, it's three. Yeah. So we had their homecoming trilogy. Now we have their college trilogy. Oh, okay. Where is, yeah. All right. So is he, is he at the same college with the, with the other kids or probably not? I don't know. I mean, it depends, right? Because they got into MIT and he was he was doing GED. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, that's a story for another time. Yeah. Uh, which might not lead to MIT if you know how GED works. I don't know how it works in the States, so maybe it will. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so here's my pitch for the last – Tom Holland film, as mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Okay, okay, here we go. All right, so a bit of context here. Um, in this, in the second film of the second trilogy, we have an Easter egg for Cindy Moon as a post-credit scene. Cindy Moon uh, in the comics is Silk, right? Mm-hmm. So we have seen, so we have Peter kind of recognizing that Cindy Moon exists. And him going to save her. That's the post credit scene. Okay. Whatever. And uh, the all right. No, for this to work, we have to have Cindy Moon in the the Cindy Moon post credit scene is in the first one, right? Uh, Peter Parker meets Miles in at the end of the second film, but knows about Cindy Moon and is helping her, uh, boy is helping her, trying to get her life back because uh, 10 years of her life, she was in a cage. So uh, in the second film, he's also trying to help her get her life back. And at the end of that film, we meet Miles. Okay, can we just go back one second there? For 10 years of her life, she was in a cage. Uh, Yes. Shit, did I not say this like on camera? No, I don't. I don't know anything about silk. Um, no, you fucking do. I told you. Well, just not not that she was in a cage yeah. for ten years. That much I did not know. Yeah. Well, um, so in the original Sins comic, <laughs> which which was a reboot after the Ultimate Ultimate uh, comics were done and all that, uh, we find out that those that the spider that bit Peter Parker. Uh, also bit another Asian Asian American uh, person called Cindy Moon. Okay. In the same hallway. Oh, that's right. You did tell me this. Yeah. I can't remember what episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, my apologies. And then, yeah. And I think it's this, uh, I think it's Peter, Cindy Moon. And then the last spider it gives is Miles. And then, and then the spider dies. Jesus, this fucking spider getting around biting everybody. What a slut. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, I'm not going to slut shame a spider. You get yours, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> that was me being the. That was me being the spider. And the, the that part was it running. You know when they run, they're always ready. Spiders. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. How long have you had that slut shaming thing inside of you? The, <laughs> so how long were you waiting? Just that for the spider. Just it just popped yeah. into my head then. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to the Filmatics podcast anymore. Why not? They were slut-shaming a spider. Well, that sentence doesn't make any fucking sense. Who are we? Those two guys who always pop up and sound the same. 
No, God bless the spider. Yeah. Bite as many people as you want. If you're giving people powers, bite everybody. Shit, let's do it. Let's make, let's do it to it. Come on, we have spider wars. Make it happen. Yeah. So, and because she got bit by the spider, she was dis- I think it was Oscorp that discovered her and like uh, caged her, kidnapped her and caged her, and then did experiments <laughs> on her. Okay. So, as you as like the co- in showing the comic goes that there's different variations, but. Uh, Cindy Moon is much more powerful than Peter Parker because because of the experiments that were done on her. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I was just turning my mic off for a second so I could cough because I no, apologize no everybody. I'm getting over a cold. Yeah, I'll speed it recovery to our lovely reeks. Thank you. It's not the vid. I don't have the vid. Yes. Um. But yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah, she was caged for 10 years of her life. Wow. Right. And uh, yeah, coming back to the last one. Um, I've never actually done this, so I'm a bit nervous. It's okay. Um, so we start off by Miles already having bit and met Peter. So they have they already have a relationship. The reason why the reason why they already have a relationship here, we don't we don't actually see them build a relationship, is that we can never top Miles and Peter B. Parker in any way. Yeah. So just so let's let's just not go into that and try to do a version of that. Okay. This is something completely new. Um so Peter Parker and Miles Miles is uh, in high school right now. He's gonna graduate and and Peter is already doing Spider Man full time. And it's it's them bonding because uh, Peter Peter is now thinking. Where are you stuck? No, 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 I'm not stuck. I'm just making notes. Sorry, I'm listening, I'm listening intently. I'm just making notes. Yeah, sorry. Hey, so Peter's already been thinking about how these villains that he's fighting is already taking a toll on his mental mental health, and he wants to be there for uh, for happy. And for I don't know how that will work out that he wants to be there for happy, but so it's the MCU. Anything can work out. Sure, you can get John Favreau. He's got plenty of time. Yeah, and he wants to be there with MJ. So he's not he's not actually training, but he has Miles with him. Like, like the, if there's a fire, so like be like texts him to like be there, but but like be there as Miles, not like Spider Man sidekick. Sure. And there's a scene where um, where Miles isn't able to save someone from a fire and uh, he runs away and he's crying and you see Peter just come in and uh, it's it's this, it's kind of the version of the same conversation we have in Civil War with Wanda Maximoff and, uh, Cap- and, and Captain America. Oh, where yeah, sure. Miles is crying and, and he says, I couldn't save them. And Peter says, it's not your fault, Miles. The, part, the hard part of this job is that you can't save everybody. Well, what matters is that you tried. Hmm. And it's, 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 and we have, we have a few of those scenes. And um, yeah, I don't have an act structure yet, but at the well, end- sounds pretty the, good to me, fuck. The, the last 30 minutes uh, is, or the last 40 minutes, like the last act, like the third act starts with uh, Miles not being able to save 
Peter. And so Peter dies in a in a Oscar building because of because of uh, Prowler or fuck no Prowler. Uh, Peter dies because of either either the Scorpion or uh, what's the other one? Either Scorpion or Goblin, a version of Goblin anyway. Cool. And. Um, Peter says, don't give up. That's his last words to Miles. Uh, Peter says, don't give up. And Miles, as sort of something that, that he can have Peter, do, he can have Peter in his life because he's not, he's not physically there with him anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he takes off Peter's masks and run away and runs away. And then we get, we get a Miles that is, that is depressed and, and a Miles that it's, that's regretting everything. And uh, yes, we also have Genki, who's his best friend in the comics, and is the first one know, who knows that be, uh, the relationship between Peter and um, uh, Peter and Miles. And, Ma- and Genki is the first one who gets to know that Miles is Spider-Man, sure. or has powers at least. And um, it's it's Genki who's trying to like trying to like ease him and like comfort him, but uh, Miles is very resistant, saying that. The only person who ever trusted me, I lost him, and I can't, I can't go on like this, and I, I can't, I don't have any hope. And in his lowest moment, he, uh, he opens a, he opens a voicemail that that Peter left him back when, uh, back when Miles texted him that there's a there's a fire and he wasn't able to save a, a, a particular person, and in the in the voicemail, Peter says. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big you are, or it doesn't matter how much experience you have. All that matters is that there's good inside of you, and that you choose to do good with your powers, and that you have to rise. It's sort of like how does that make sense because of what he's saying, but it's it's very emotionally driven. And at the end, he says, uh, "You have you have to you you are my spider-man is is kind of the end of his oh, uh, voicemail and uh and he listens to that and then we get a 20-minute montage of like like you know you know like the the picture you sent me where you had the gym gloves on mm-hmm. he he like puts on the he he gets a web shooter he puts on the he puts on the gym gloves and then he wraps it around his wrist and he has a he has a black T-shirt where he turns inside out and he spray paints the spider logo, and then at the end uh, he opens his door and and there's the pe- and then there's the there's the master, the last thing that they that he ever that that Peter ever give or like he that he has of Peter, is that is that one Spider-Man mask, and he he spray paints it and he puts big goggles on he cuts out he cuts out the eyes the eye holes that peter had and he stitches like new bigger eyes and it's him in it and it, and at the end it's it's him on a skyline with and he and he wears the mask that that's like spray painted and has bigger eyes it's a, it's a t-shirt with a spider logo and he has shorts and, and shoes and he, and he puts on the he puts on the gym gloves that have the web shooters on on them, and the last shot is him like just seeing New York, and on the spider mask you see the New York uh, the NYPD lights flicker, 
like the red and blue. And then you, you see his eyeline follow the, uh, follow the cars. And then you see him swim through. And that's the end. That's so, fucking awesome, man. Yeah. I want your movie. Marvel. <laughs> hey, Disney's. Hi, this is Disney Plus again. I'm a regular guest on the Filmatics podcast. That's right. It's Disney first name plus is the last name. Can we have all your shit? Because that's a fucking baller idea. No, Disney Plus, fuck off. Hang up, and hang up the phone. It's, it's not done yet. I have one more thing to go. Awesome. And uh, the end credit scene of that is uh, they're in a park. I'm also here uh, in Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Uh, Genki, Genki and Miles are in a park uh, and like Genki fix like the Spider-Man mask is like almost almost out of Miles' school bag and like Genki puts it in, zips the bag up and he's like, are you fucking scared? The people are going to find out. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm, I've been too busy these past few days and like Genki oh, gives him the coffee that he brought. And like all of a sudden you see like, you see like all, all the people in the park just looking upstairs. It's not upstairs. Just looking in the sky and like, and you see like twimps and you're like, and the the Peter Parker theme plays. Well, you know why. And the Peter Parker theme plays. But like on the bench that they're sitting are like two shoes. And and Miles looks up and it's Cindy Moon in the silk suit. And uh, she says, you're Miles Morales, right? And Miles is like in shock and, he, and he's like, yes, how do you know me? And she says, that's weird. I thought Peter would have mentioned you, uh, mentioned me about, or like mentioned me somewhere. And the next, and the next trilogy is Cindy Moon and Miles Morales trying to figure out this world. Sold. Fuck it. That's we're sold on that, Eddie. Thanks very much. We'll be we'll be round. We will back a truck of money up to your house. It's filled with gold bullion and chicken McNuggies, and <laughs> that's what we pay people in gold bullion. And chicken bits. Fuck off, Disney Plus. <laughs> Sorry if that took so long, That's man. Really rude. I'm just here to. I said, fuck off. You're just you're <laughs> interrupting. You're interrupting with chicken nuggies. We're not gonna. We want cash money. We don't have cash money. We have nugs. Well, you can get fucked. <laughs> Oh no! No, that's fine. I'm, I love that idea. Scrap everything I said. That's that's the movie that I want. I want that series now, because it's interesting. It's it's doing things that these films haven't done yet. That's what I like. I like to see things I haven't seen before. So, all joking aside, Disney Plus, you probably would write that screenplay for Chicken Nuggies, wouldn't you? Not that you like Chicken hey. Nuggies heaps. You just want to write that screenplay. Yep. Uh, I, I actually, I don't want to apologize that took too long. No, I, don't I worry. Forward. We got nowhere to be. I, I do hope next time we get on a Zoom call, though, you have been contacted by the people at Disney Plus or uh, the MCU, and they have commissioned you to write, you know, a treatment of what this story would be. And and behind you, behind you in the chair that you're sitting in, will be a huge pile of gold and chicken McNuggets, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, my feast. That's I'm my like, feast. Dude, how's the writing going? Are you going to eat <laughs> them? And you're like, I don't even fucking like chicken nuggets or gold. I'm just letting it sit there while I get this sweet, sweet script done. Uh, like, 
for the past for the past like what now a month we've been doing the spider-man uh, shows yeah and i've been te- I've, I've been i've been teasing the script that's the script amazing is or, that or, or part of the script is that your pitch that you were going to do at the end yeah okay cool pitch. that's fine that's that's good i love it we did we did uh, we, we're going to institute a new segment folks where it's sort of you know semi-based on what we're talking about um but we're going to do like you know What's your pitch for what the continuation of these stories could possibly be? And that was clearly Addie's, you know, um, bringing these people in. My one is is what I said if it was in the MCU, but I've also said what my other one would be on the on a previous episode where I came up with an idea uh, of um, uh, Peter Parker, Agent of Shield, where he is he isn't the one who gets bitten by the spider; it's Harry, and and um, Harry is in a relationship with MJ. And uh, Peter is a tall, gorgeous jock who's also really good friends with, you know, um, all the all the sort of nerdy kids. And Harry's his best mate, and, but he's also a football star and a real and and and, a, and a, a mathematician and all that stuff. And he gets recruited out of high school by Nick Fury to go and work for Shield, and he becomes a secret agent who then has to take down Harry, who becomes the Spider. And 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 the 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 power goes to his head, and he accidentally kills MJ, and and that's when they start going after him, and and you know Gwen's in it as well, and and Peter has to like take down his friend just with his sort of you know uh, uh, being being savvy and all that stuff. So that was that was my other pitch um, as well. But um, we'll we'll continue that segment. It, it, it will continue on uh, next week when we chat about. I think we're doing an episode on the boys. We are. Yeah, next week we're going to talk about The Boys, the three-season um, uh, uh, show on Amazon that just wrapped up. It's third season, pretty spectacular, and um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be some baller ass shit. Uh, talking about the uh, the comics origin of it um, and um, and just how great that show is. But before we do that, you've got to wait a week anyway. But before we do that, we have to get into some questions. Do we have some questions some today? Questions. We do. Do you have Do you have questions? Because I think. Because I think Tom Holland sent you one. Tom Holland sent me a question. Yeah, he said, "Stop sending me questions. I'm a billionaire. Leave me alone." <laughs> no, he did not say that. Oh, open up your Instagram. Check check if you have any questions. Because no, I bet I, there's one from Tom Holland. No, I saw that. I, it's not from him. You tell lies and subterfuge is what that is. I do not. I never tell lies. Addy sent me a thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yes, Tom Holland said, I would be honored to participate in your Q&A segment. Um, but you know what? No. That's not the truth. That's either- no. no, that's not what happened? No, like open up the story where you had the question thing and Tom Holland's actually sent you a question in. <laughs> Why can't I be on the podcast? <laughs> because you're a billion, million billionaire. You've got better things to do. You're probably making an Uncharted sequel. But anyway, we probably have some real questions from real people who aren't bots or Addy being a dickhead. Um, let's get into them. Question time. Oh, wow. Right off the gate. Who would you cast as Miles Morales? Funny, I was re-watching Die Hard with a Vengeance the other day because it fucking rules. <laughs> Um, it's going to be a stitch up episode coming, coming, coming soon. Uh, within the next month or so, we're going to be doing that. 
Um, also going to be doing a live Predator episode, but that's that's a different show. Yes! Show, so it. Oh, thank you. Um, they're all coming up. But uh, there's a young kid in that who plays Samuel Jackson's nephew, who would have been great. Um, I, th- I thought it when we were watching it, but now I don't know. I think it's I think it would be a, 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 like a cast a wide net and try and find someone new who a face we haven't seen before. Um, there was all these rumors about it being Will Smith's son, which I think is a mistake because that kid's got to be like in his twenties yeah. by now. Yeah. Well, who would you cast? I, I would I would go in the same direction and, and cast someone that we that we haven't seen before. Mm. Or a, a lesser-known person. Yeah, I think it'd be a case of doing an open casting call the way that they did for Superman, and then you find Christopher Reeve, um, you know, or Brandon Routh for that matter. Um, so yeah, I, I reckon go with a new person. Yeah, I mean, they're, like the whole internet's behind Caleb McLaughlin or Caleb Mc Mc Nuggets. <laughs> no. <laughs> The guy from Stranger Things. Fucking Kieran McNuggets. Yeah, hey, actually, he'd be pretty good. He's he's yeah. mid teens at the moment. Let me check. So he's twenty years old. Twenty. Yeah, you could do that. You could. He's you know good age. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sure. Yeah, why not? Um, I I don't. I haven't seen much of his performance. I've only seen him in Stranger Things. Yeah, and like, probably the only thing he's like. Yeah, I, I don't hate him. I also don't think he might, he will fit. Uh, he will fit the tone of the miles that I have in mind. Yeah. If I ever get to make that film, but yeah, oh, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. All right. Well, well, you know, how how about you, folks? What do you think? Let us know in the comments. All right. Um, question number two: What do you think will happen in the Spider-Man freshman year show? Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> okay. So uh, on on Disney Plus Day last year, or in 2020 actually, uh, they showed that there's going to be an animated series about uh, Peter Parker in uh, in his freshman year of high school, uh, voiced by some of the actors of the MCU. But it's I think it's canon as well, which <laughs> I don't know why you do that. Because of how miserably what it failed, because it was canon. So, so this is this is going to be the Tom Holland uh, animated show. Yeah. Okay. And it's set just after he gets his powers. I think so. That's how it should be, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I would like to see uh, like a almost like a, a procedural where where he's you know each episode is a new villain and then start to thread in. You know, an overarching villain the way that they do in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, which I've been watching, sir, and it is a joy. No way! And so much fun. So much fun. The, the, the episode um, Why I Hate Jim, where Taskmaster turns up, is is that's, oh. that's some good-ass shit, man. You still have season one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've only... It's been oh, watching the last okay. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's how I'd like to see it as a, as you know sort of episodic. But then you start threading in a bigger threat, you know, throughout the episodes, and then that sort of culminates so that it's got a through line. But yeah, I mean that, that's fine. They're doing a lot on Disney Plus. You're busy, aren't you, mate? Yeah, it's been it's been fucking crazy, actually. Poor Disney Plus. Need to talk to someone. Yeah. What about you? I mean, 
I don't know, man. I don't want another Spider-Man TV show. I just there's a lot. There is a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of Spider-Man. Plus, now we do what Spider-Man in in animation can do, which is Spider-Verse. Don't want. Don't. I don't want anything else now. Yeah. What What are you gonna do? How can you possibly match that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, it is it is a Peter Parker story, but we've had Peter Parker for the past thirty years. Yeah, exactly. You know, we could try something different. I don't know. Anyway, next question. How many yeah. questions are there? Um, oh, we have five. We done to two. Very good. Um, if you could decide what what would be the ideal future plans for Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, what would it be? Interesting question. I think we had this. Same we kind, kind of, of had this conversation. Last... Yeah, we kind of answered this question on the um, the Amazing Spider-Man episode. But I mean, I would be interested to see um, Black Cat introduced. Like, if we're going to introduce Miles in the MCU, don't don't introduce, like let Andy have his last film. Um, Andy, like I know him. Um, <laughs> good old man, me and my mate Andy, Andy Garfield. Uh, yeah, I, I would introduce uh, Black Cat and have and have that as a triangle with MJ, um, which would be which would be pretty interesting, I think. Um, and have the villain be a version of Venom. Um, I think that's probably they they could do a Venom in a different way than they have before. The Tom Hardy movie is uh, kind of a joke, and the um, no, I mean like they they're not. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them, but the, but they are played for laughs a lot of it. And Topher Grace barely got to do anything. You could make Venom really, really terrifying, and and uh, you know even gear it towards carnage of being like a really horrific uh, uh, a villain. Yeah. So that would be, and you know, Eddie Brock <clears throat> lives in that universe because he's credited in in a newspaper for taking a photograph or something. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that, and. Um, like I said before, Black Cat gets into some sort of trouble where she steals something from someone she shouldn't. Maybe she steals the symbiote from someone she shouldn't and gives it to someone else she shouldn't and Spider-Man has to help her out. Yep. Yeah. The only thing I want is, like, if there's future plans, which I doubt there are, if you get him for his last film, I want him to... I want his character to get the most closure... Because we got a bit of that in No Way Home with that amazing scene, but anyway, yeah. Um, the the only the only thing I, I would want is that maybe have maybe have a triangle between uh, Black Cat and Cindy Moon. Because if you don't know this now, if you don't know this, I fucking love Cindy Moon. So yeah, <laughs> cool. I'm down with that too. Question number. Four. All right. Question number four. What's the best or worst thing about the Spider-Man fan base? Here you go. The best thing is... The best and worst thing. The best thing about them is they um, allow... Well, they do now, and this is just me going off the Asta screening, everyone's allowed to like what they're allowed to like. Do you know what I mean? They're like... We are we are team Toby, we are team Andrew, we are team Tom, we are team Miles, and fucking everyone's here and we're all loving it all together. That was the the feeling that I got, and it's certainly the feeling I get from from you know people online as well. Like there is a very strong vocal contingent of Andrew Garfield Spider Man fans, um, very strong contingent of MCU fans. Hold on, just sneeze.
I muted my mic so I could sneeze. Um, Bless you. Yeah, so I think that kind of everyone's allowed to to like what they want, you know. Um, the worst thing about it is, I don't know, probably, I don't know, maybe 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 being a little bit too focused on, on it being Peter Parker's story. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're doing that. They're not. I'm not saying anyone's a racist or anything like that. I'm not being that extreme. I'm just saying everyone, when they think Spider-Man, they think Peter. And and really, there's a whole world of characters in the Spider-Verse that you could be, you know, going after that do not only represent more people, um, but are also really interesting stories. Miles is just the tip of the iceberg. So that would be the only thing. Maybe a little closed-mindedness around the possibility of what a Spider-Man movie could be outside of Peter Parker. And that's that's the, the smallest quibble. I think Spider-Man fans in general are, are, are kind-hearted, um, uh, you know, fun, lovable people. Wow. That hasn't been my, that hasn't been my experience. No? Sorry okay. to say. No, that's all right. Uh, yeah, they do allow everyone to like an iteration of Spider-Man after No Way Home came out. That's very, that's very, that's very important to know. Yeah, that's very people, true. People started to accept uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, Miles and everyone else after No Way Home came out. Yep. I've been a fan of the Andrew Garfield films throughout my life. And I've, I've had conversations and I've, I've had fights with people. Not literal fights, just words. <laughs> and uh, yeah, some of them are not so great. Uh, well, fuck them. It's 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 a fan base that can get too much, and like you said, like they're they are very much focused on a Peter Parker story, and I I realized that I'm not a huge, I'm I'm not that kind of a fan because like when when someone says Peter Parker, to, when someone says Spider Man to them, it's Peter Parker that shows up in their mind. When someone says Spider Man to me, it's Miles. Yeah. So yeah. that's it's. Totally understand. It's 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 very it's like it's a very it's very I'm I'm coming out of the Spider Man closet now. I'm <laughs> accepting them. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know you were in there, mate. Come on out, enjoy it. Enjoy it out here with all the rest of the spider folk. Yeah. Um, I, I hope I hope that the fan base, you know, spreads love more than hate. Like that's always been my thing, is that I, I respect everyone's opinion and even if I don't agree with, I respect it. And like, we're all here to like, we're all here to like, just talk about things we love. So why, why talk into people? Yeah. And I think, you know, it's okay to be critical of something, talk about things you don't like, why it's not for you. Um, but being, like like we said at the very beginning of this episode, negativity for negativity's sake or negativity for, for press, um, you know, for, for clicks, for in Instagram followers or whatever seems to be the way you gear. I, I gear more positive myself as well. So just, you know, love what you love, but accept that other people love shit too. Spider-Man Spider is is one vein of, of pop culture that is doing okay. You look at something like Star Wars, you know, and, and, and I know a lot of Star Wars fans and they can be lovable people too and enjoy genre and, and just let things be what they be. But there is a very, very large group of Star Wars fans who are fucking horrible about it. 
they might not be horrible people. I don't know them all, but um, they are vicious when it comes to that shit. And like I said before, you don't fucking own this stuff, people. You 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 rent it from the people who created it for the price of a ticket or a stream or whatever. Um, if it's not what you like, just wait. Something else will come along that you do, or maybe nothing will because you're a fucking negative human being. But yeah, I do think that Spider-Man has a, a, a better, more accepting fan base than some other pop culture, including including Star Wars. So, And last question. Which villain would you like to see in the Clones trilogy? In the what trilogy? In the Clones trilogy. So we have the Homecoming trilogy and sure. now we're going to have the Clones trilogy. Yeah, well, like I said, I'd, I'd really like to see um, uh, Venom take over MJ. Um, and then I think other- Of course you would. <laughs> what, not for sexy reasons? She doesn't need to be sexy. Just saying. It'd be an interesting story is what I'm interested in. I mean, Zendaya is a beautiful woman. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, she, the woman would look good in a Hessian sack. Um, but uh, actually, most people would look good in a Hessian sack. Actually, that's that's a, that's quite a- Maybe have a rope as a belt, you know? Like, maybe some- Maybe some like, oh, I'm thinking like kind of like the Viking kind of shoes. I don't know. I'm just fulfilling a fantasy here. Anyway, uh, yes, Zendaya as, as, as Venom would be good. Sans sack or Viking shoes. Um, and then I'm trying to think of ones that they haven't done. Chameleon would be pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> that would be an interesting uh, interesting turn. Um, the Hobgoblin would also be cool. More More sort of sadistic. Um, a, a version of the Green Goblin, and perhaps um, you know, uh, bring the Kingpin in and have him, you know, start. Uh, like I said before, you know, the alternative of No Way Home is everyone finds out Spider Man is Peter Parker, and the Kingpin's like that little kid has been causing me a lot of fucking grief. I'm going to send a bucket load of mercenaries after him, and Craven, Craven comes into. It. I know they're doing something with Craven, Craven yeah. the vegan, but. I still think that would be a good idea. So yeah, um, Zendaya Venom, um, which is also the name of her new perfume. No, I'm joking. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, and uh, and Chameleon and um, and the Kingpin as a, a sort of like an overarching villain. What about you? You stole my point with Kingpin because I was going to say I would like bag of salt and vinegar dicks. <laughs> new from Smiths, salt and vinegar dicks. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's again, it's question time. I'm starting to go loopy. Yeah, it's it's the time. It is the time for it. Yeah. So, okay. So, apart, of, from, yeah. from, apart from Fisk. Yeah, I would like to see Fisk as an overarching villain mm. where Miles has to fight Fisk at the end, which would be cool. Yeah. But without, without Spider-Man, like they have one fight where Miles is like seeing how he fights Kingpin and then at the end he's, he's supposed to fight Kingpin. That would be cool. Yeah, um, fucking hell, I'm bringing Black Cat and, like, have Bullseye show up. Come on. Like, Ooh, yeah. Have, Bull have Bullseye show up and have Daredevil come on and help him. Like, come on. Yeah. Or, alternatively, you, you make it, you know, uh, if you bring in Black Cat in, you've got um, uh, 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 Zendaya as, as, as Venom. Bring in, um, I was just reading um, the, the new issue of Punisher, um, and uh, uh, Lady Bullseye came after him. 
Ooh. So female yeah. uh, version of Bullseye who was created for a Daredevil run. Do that and have, you know, have Miles or <clears throat> Peter or whoever go up against these three three female villains. That's interesting. I haven't seen that before. And I'm not trying yeah. to be fucking, oh, it's just trying to be woke and inclusive. No, I'm not. I'm thinking the story would be interesting. That's yeah. that's all I'm or, concerned or, Yeah, and have like Olivia Octavius in there. Get her yeah. in there, man. Get fucking Catherine Hahn to do it. We talked about that last week. That would be amazing. I know she's about to be Agatha in her own Agatha TV series, whatever the fuck that is. But, you know, yeah, I think that would be really cool. Why yeah. not? That's certainly something like, you haven't seen before. Or do like an Elseworlds kind of thing where Spider-Man gets sucked into a vortex and he ends up in a in in a similar MCU, but they're mutants there. And then Magneto is like on the run. Like he's fucking killing humans and then... Spider-Man teams up with fucking X-Men. Do that! Why not? It looks like they're going that way anyway if the end of Ms. Marvel's anything to go Yeah. Right. Oh, we'll, God. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. But um, was that the end of the questions? That's the end of the questions. That's the end of the questions. And that, ladies and gentlemen, means it's the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us on this, this long and winding web-covered road that we've been traversing together uh, for the last month, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, shout out to uh, the Aster again for the Spider-Thon uh, all those weeks ago. Really was one of the single most beautiful experiences of my life. Um, I'll never forget it. And thank you, Addy, for for agreeing to uh, to do this this crazy Spider-Man month. Um, I've had such a great time. I really love these movies. I love this character, and I love talking about it. You know, absolutely. The only the, the thing that I've learned the most of doing this for, for the past one month and just talking with Spider-Man is that even though we've talked so much, I feel like there's so much more to talk about and there's so so many other things we could go on with this character. So I really hope that the future, or at least for now for me, I hope that the future of Spider-Man is Miles and Cindy Moon. Well, <laughs> we'll actually, yeah, fuck you, Disney Plus. I, I'd left <laughs> already. I've, I've left the room. Disney Plus, would you fuck off? It's just so rude. Anyway, poor Disney Plus, so set upon. Anyway, um, thank you again so much, everyone, for joining us uh, for this episode. We'll be back next week. As I said, we're going to chat about uh, the Amazon Prime series, The Boys. Uh, we'll go through all the seasons and, and talk about that crazy nonsense. But until then, make sure that you uh, follow, like, and subscribe um, and rate and review on Spotify and Amazon Plus. Amazon Plus? Amazon Music. Amazon, Amazon Music, Music, rather. Maybe we'll be out on Amazon Plus one day. But uh, it really does help the profile of the show, get more people to come here and listen to us rant about the Spidermans. And as always, uh, stay amazing and stay safe. Twip, twip. Twip.